It's that Reaper. <laughs> I'll just play. Welcome to season two of the Portal Cast. I'm so excited to have all you guys here. Let's officially open up this portal and cue the intro. Welcome. You are now entering the Portal Cast. Enjoy the show. I'm so excited to officially welcome all of you to this mini series of season two of the Stay Risen Portal Cast. And in today's episode, we're going to go deeper into just what is Stay Risen, the creation of season two, and just the top three lessons I've learned in the creating of this project, which has taken me now, I think over a year <laughs> to get to this point. And so this is especially for all of you podcasters, creators, artists, uh, that really could resonate with what goes on behind the scenes with our personal development, our spiritual development, um, in breaking through into getting ourselves out there. And so I've learned so much in just working through my insecurities and growing beyond my own limitations and in really refining and stepping into my artistry and so i have some uploads for you guys today just want to first acknowledge uh for all of you who picked up on that intro it's the same intro from one of our songs called rebirth uh that's on the mixtape and the soundtrack for this project and that is basically the essence of what this whole project was about was really a rebirth the dying and then being born again of the self and that's why it's been so impactful for myself because not only am I speaking on psychedelics and integration and health and wellness and embodiment, shadow work, it's at the same time been such a rebirth for myself to even speak on these things and create a project. And this is also the first time ever that I release a music project along with uh, episodes with guests and along with the podcast, essentially. So it was the first time I, I had the willingness and just really put myself out there musically with with this type of artistry so that's why it's been so powerful and so emotional and so the one question i feel like i don't really get asked as much as i feel like i should but the reason why i don't get asked this question a lot is because most people don't know that risen is an acronym so not many people ask me what does stay risen mean because they don't really know uh, that it's acronym and the acronym is the R, the I, the Z, the E and the end. And so it stands for remembrance, integration, Zen, embodiment and normalizations. And for me, I created this acronym, this modality to represent like the five stages of sustainable awakening, like the five stages of embodiment in what I have learn to and continue to practice like the way of the sage right sagehood which was originally brought up by like confucius and like to live virtuously is to live the path of the sage so to really live your values to really be an embodiment right to awaken and a lot of yogis mystics sages um they all speak on this like enlightenment this awakening right and so for me in my journey, that awakening started happening through the use of psychedelic medicines and the study of philosophy. And so when I was 18 years old, it was the first time I've ever sat with mushrooms, um, with psilocybin and some cool ginger tea that I made for myself. And I set it up very intentionally, right? I started um, consuming cannabis when I was 13 and I had just a whole variety of experiences from really challenging moments to really blissful moments. So I had just awareness and there's also just like this intuitive 
massive respect that I had for the medicine going into it. And so I did my studies. I set myself up for the ceremony. And at that time, I was like 18. I was also going through a lot. I was going and experiencing chronic migraines, uh, depressive episodes, panic attack, anxiety. And so I was going through all these things and going to school and working. And when I took the medicine with the intention to help support me in my healing and my personal development, right? That's why I set up the whole ceremony. I totally just like expanded my heart and I had all these emotions. I felt all this freedom. It was like I found the relief. I found these feelings where I was crying and I was laughing. <laughs> and it was just such a profound experience. And at that time, I had the Rise Collective and the slogan was Stay Risen. And that just really, like, when I was in the medicine, I saw I was like, yo, like, stay risen. This is it. Like, stay risen. And so I decided to let go of the Rise Collective and just hold Stay Risen and make that my mantra to stay risen. And what that started becoming was like integration, like, how do I get myself to that space? Because I've been there because I know it's real. Like the medicines are portals. They're guys. They remind us of what's accessible and what's here already for us. And so that became where my devotion has been in the last few years has been how can I set my life up so that I could sustain this awakening and create new baselines and normalize this behavior, normalize this feeling and just like be in the space of fulfillment, of liberation, be in the space of acknowledging what I'm choosing for myself and really be the creator of my life and really hold destiny in my hands, right? And as I got deeper into it, you know, psychedelic research has been really popping off recently with how it's working in our brain, et cetera, et cetera. But essentially that was like the origins of Stay Risen and that's what stay risen means and that's like the acronym and that's how i've been using it for myself and then showing others and showing you guys like the importance of integration and the importance of embodiment of doing the work right complementing what we do after awakening what we do after this ceremony and like really grounding into our bodies and that's been my whole experience especially with anxiety and depression like it's been more coming into my body right in most cases, it was because I was disconnected from my body and really in my head that I was experiencing all that. And so the coming into my body and working with my dieta, taking my supplements, vitamins, movement, working out, getting sunlight, doing, getting a lot of water, grounding in with my business, my finances, all that stuff has really been supporting me in, wow, the power and the awakening of creating my reality. So that's a little bit about what Stay Risen is, its origins and what it means and as far as the creation of season two and the creation of this like mini series, um, for those of you who aren't aware yet, like season one is on our YouTube. You could catch all the live streams. It's 21 live streams that we filmed. And it was such a great space for me to put myself out there, right? And, and get some really amazing people to have these powerful conversations with and to live stream it, to get kind of comfortable with the tech and to kind of push beyond my own like uh, discomfort of like, getting it set up in my and my schedule and all that so it was really powerful and it was a really great kind of space and there was intentionality of just like having powerful conversations on psychedelics and integration but it was nothing like season two <laughs> it's nothing like season two and like what has been put into this project and like how much has been put into into this project and what i mean by that is that what makes season two really unique is that it's, it was started a while back. It started when I was 18. Like, I wrote down, I'm going to make this rebirth project, right? I was really into music. That was, like, my focus when I was 18. I was like, I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to be like Logic. Um, <laughs> and so rebirth started when I was 18. And every year after that, I tried, like, finishing it. But, like, 
then something else would like take my priority or my attention, right? And when I was 18, I wrote this prophecy. And this is uh, something I've never really told anyone before. We're not many people. And the prophecy of Risen is what I wrote when I was 18. And also, a little side note for those, uh, Risen actually is in my name, Tristan Esquivez. You can rearrange the letters and you find Risen Vita Quest. It's a little secret. Um, <laughs> and so when I wrote the Risen prophecy, I wrote down like the five steps of rebirth. And it was very interesting how I channeled this. And the first one was like corporate. I'll just show, I'll share with you like what I wrote down and what, what it meant. It was a like corporate academia relationship, family, self. And it was, I wrote that down and I felt like this is like what my rebirth is going to be like. And when I was 18, I kind of knew what each one meant. Like it was like, I got to leave my job. I got to quit school. I got to leave school. I got to leave uh, my relationship. I got to move out and move out and like move on from my family. And then I eventually got to just like totally let go of myself, totally have that liberation. And so Interestingly enough, because I channeled that, it was almost like I was already seeing this prophecy and this destiny. And every year, it came true. And so I started with quitting my job. I was working at a financial institution. And then I left school. I was going to a community college. And I left, which I eventually went back two years later to finish like the last four classes that I needed for my A. But anyways, I left, right? And then I eventually left this relationship that I was in. And then eventually uh, I moved out, which was actually earlier this year. And then number five was like the, the self, right? Like the letting go of myself, which is what I feel I've experienced most recently was this, this surrender, this, like, this letting go of myself, this like completion, this, okay, I'm here, like this arrival, this becoming. And it's so powerful that it literally took me five, almost five years <laughs> to be able to finish this project. And in itself, a lot of it is through the music, right? Um, the music I started, like the teachings, the lessons of the music is what I'm really speaking on. Um, the designs as well, like the portal cast with uh, uh, all like the intention and the creativity behind it. I want to give it a huge shout out to Galactic Frequency Luna for designing everything for the portal cast. Um, really amazing artist. And also like with that storyline of Risen, you know, and like the cover art, you see like White Fang Jack and Sophia. And like, so I created all this and I've had this idea for a while. And like in itself, uh, the music really talks about like my whole healing journey and, and everything, my awakenings along that from my insecurities to like tapping into higher states of consciousness to uh, word magic to uh, psychedelic um, awakenings in like shutting down the DMN and, and, um, and whatnot. So, that's why it's been like this huge transformation and rebirth for myself because it like includes all of that, it includes like the last five years of my journey, shared in a way that offers me a space of like closure. And so that's a little bit about like what went into going to this project and like the amount of time it took me to get here. And so what I'm going to speak on right now is like the three major things that I learned in the creating of this and approaching this. So this is especially for you guys um, who have something who are like resonating with me right now. You know, you're like, you're like, oh man, you know, I have a project that I haven't been like really focused on, but I've been wanting to do. Maybe it's music, maybe it's podcasting, you know, maybe it's like a YouTube show, maybe it's like a clothing line, maybe it's whatever project it is for you. What I'm about to share in these three major insights that I had are going to be really supportive and reminding you of why it's important for you to seek that closure, to seek that fulfillment, better said, for yourself in the completion of your creativity and expanding all that. So first major lesson that I learned in this is the strength of your will determines your fate. The strength of your will determines your fate. 
And what I mean by that is that anytime that you set out on a project, anytime I've set out on a project, there's always this inspiration that I get. There's always this like excitement, right? All these ideas are coming through. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is be so great. You know, the podcast, do all these things. And there's momentum that builds in the first week, maybe in the first couple weeks. And then eventually you're going to hit a wall or like you're going to hit a challenge or a mountain, something that's really going to test you and challenge you and cha- and ha- give you the opportunity to really use your willpower and see, is this still something you want to do? How committed are you to completing this? <laughs> and are you willing to break through with perseverance, with strength, and with courage to go beyond yourself? And so the willpower is the power of the will, is the power of the spirit. To be an inspiration is to be in spirit. So to connect with that purpose that goes beyond yourself, to really see that it's not about you, it goes beyond you. And that's exactly what happened with me when I was seriously considering not completing this project and letting it go and like or putting in the back burner again there was a whisper in my voice that said or a whisper in my mind uh, that said it's not about you go beyond yourself and complete what you started and for me as a sag having all these amazing million billion dollar ideas um it's been about really keeping my integrity and completing what i started and honoring the power of my word and so for me in hearing that and and really receiving that it was like this goes beyond me because part of me was like i'm not going to complete this because it doesn't really feel relevant to where i'm at in my life anymore like a lot of this stuff was like i channeled i started this in like 2019 uh before covid um and i had this a huge awakening actually 2020 better said 2020 I really like started this project and it was an inspiration from what happened, uh, my experiences, my healing, my journey, all that. And so I felt like it wasn't really relevant to some point because of where I'm at now. And like, I'm like, I feel like that's like the past and that's where I was and I'm here now. And at the same time, it was honoring that. Yes. And there's still people going through all of that, that can really receive the medicine of my story of what I went through of these experiences of the challenges and tribulation and tribulations that I had to go through to get to here. It's almost like I felt I made it to the other side. Like I worked and have like gone through all this anxiety and these panic attacks, these insecurities, these breakthroughs and all that to get to the space of like now receiving so much love and being in such a beautiful divine partnership and like creating my life and like living on my own and like deepening my own like grounding. And so that offered me a space to, to now complete it from a space of power completed from a space of power not a not a place of pain and from a place of leadership from a place of mentorship to say hey this is my journey this is my message this is what i went through if you're going through something similar i trust that this supports you and so it goes beyond me because it was that reminder that all it takes is for one person to listen and for one person to really find value and for that one person to then make a choice that's different that will change their lives and then create a ripple effect. And that was like the reminder for me. I'm like, that's right. And so that brought me back into the importance of going beyond myself and tapping into that purpose, into that why. And it was very interesting uh, because this leads me into the second biggest lesson. And before I get to the second one, it's just like honoring that for yourself. Go beyond yourself. Remember that your message 
is your power, that your story is your power, and to share yourself, like what we experience in our lives, we create the meaning of, and we experience things so that we can share with others, right? It's like consciousness is experiencing itself through you and wants to learn about what you're experiencing because it's wanting to experience all of itself, right? And so it's manifested itself into us through the perception of our own unique uh, realities through our eyes and so we want to learn about what we're experiencing we want to learn about what other people are going through because we see ourselves in them because it's all self right so that leads me into the second biggest breakthrough that i had in the creating of this project which was expand your creative potential and make it your own expand your creative potential and make it your own I had this really powerful conversation a couple years ago, actually, with Jay's Above It, who kind of just really brought me <laughs> into that reminder that art is infinitely expansive and that there is no right or wrong and that you could create it any way that you want. And he was telling me about this artist that I forget the name of. Uh, um, I'll ask him. I'll put the link in the bio. But like that, they basically created like little snippets of songs, like 30-second snippets, you know, 45-minute snippets of just like the best parts of like their freestyle or the writings, the chorus, maybe just a chorus, just a hook. And he's like, bro, well, it was banger and it was great. And it's like reminding us, it was reminding me of the permission that I have to share how I want to share it, right? And getting out of this idea that I was holding that I have to make like a three-minute song for every song and it has to have a hook, a chorus, it has to be like, uh, has to be a certain way. And so it was like creating a blank canvas for myself to choose of like, this is my art. This is how I can choose to share it. I decide how I am going to express myself. I decide in my most authentic embodiment how I'm going to choose to share my story and to share my magic, to share my art. And so if I want to do a three-minute song, I'm going to do it. If I want to do a 30-second song, I'm going to do it. If I want to do a short series on a podcast, I'm going to do that. If I want to do a longer series, I'm going to do that. And so it was just like giving me and that's getting back into that space of inspiration to move out of the stagnant energy of like overthinking of of oh how am i gonna do it and like what about this because literally this project like that i was really like really getting to in 2019 this is over a year right i finished the majority of this project in like a week and a half like two weeks which is crazy to me because I could have finished this like months ago, but it was because I was overthinking the intro. I was overthinking of like the presentation, the marketing. I was like, I wasn't really getting anywhere because I was just thinking about how I wanted to do it. And it wasn't until I just reminded myself of this mantra that has really supported me throughout my life since I heard it. And it's let the work teach you how to do it. Let the work teach you how to do it. Learn as you go. Learn by doing. Learn by the embodiment, by being in your body and learning through the experience. And so with that reminder, I was like, that's right. I'll just learn as I go. I'll learn how like, I'll learn through the experience and make mistakes. And so the mistakes, again, are also just growth and growing as I went. And that's why I was able to get it done. And, and it's funny because it, rem it reminds me of like this. Uh, I'm a huge supporter and uh, I love Logic. Um the rapper, and uh, in one of his albums, I think he says, like, uh, the majority of this album was completed in one week. <laughs> and I was like, I remember when I heard that, I was like, yo, like, in a week, bro? Like, he just finished. It was actually a mixtape. Um, and I was like, man, he missed a whole mixtape in a week. And so now I'm starting to understand how and why, because when you just put yourself in the space of just doing it, you'll realize that your mind made it so much bigger than it is, that your mind created to be like, oh, it's going to take me all this time. But really, you could get it done very quickly when you just focus your energy and command your attention. And that was an awakening for me to, again, 
expand my creative potential and make it my own and then show up and show up for myself and so if you right now are kind of debating or contemplating if you want to do a podcast or finish your project or do some songs or go into music like get out of your head and get into your body and just show up and learn as you go and pick up the momentum from there and embrace yourself into the feelings that are going to come up, which is why I'm going to share in the third lesson. But prepare yourself to just like be all in and like experience what you need to experience, because that's what it means to be fully alive is to feel all that's present and feel all that's here, which leads me to the third biggest lesson I had in creating this project, which is go plus ultra find your edge and jump go plus ultra find your edge and just jump and plus ultra by the way is from one of my favorite uh, animes right now my hero academia we're on season five there's new episodes every week i love it and it's about superheroes that go beyond their edge that go plus ultra it's like do go 100 percent and then do more and then go beyond what you think is possible go beyond your your belief systems right and what's really beautiful about it and why i love the show is because it acknowledges that we're all the heroes in our lives we all have superpowers it's about finding that power within ourselves and utilizing it. and it's like we're the heroes in our relationships in our marriages in our work environments we're always given opportunities to rise and be a leader and be a hero in those spaces. And so for me, it just reminds me of that, of that's right. I'm literally the hero in my life right now, making choices to rise up and to go beyond myself. And that's part of this project creation is that when I just went for it and I just kind of like was like, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to create it. I had to experience all these emotions along the way. I was crying. I was yelling. I was frustrated. I was confused. I was reminiscing. I was completing. I was blissful. I was happy. I found all this clearing. And like by the end of the project, that was like one of the most beautiful things is that I felt all this clearing. I almost was like, not only was I like closing out this project, but was also closing out that story, the story that was attached to this project of who I was then, right? And so in many ways, without attaching myself to these stories, I was able to write and finish and and complete and receive like the closure and receive like the closing of it so that I can be fully present for what's here right now and what's in my life right now. Because it almost felt like because the portal was open, it needed to be closed for me to be fully here to open up more portals, right? And so that's a big thing, especially with like energy and consciousness, right? We have all these projects that are linked to our identities. It's important to acknowledge what needs to be complete, what needs to be let go of so that we can clear and really rebirth into who we're choosing to be and who we are right now. And so that's a big part of it, right? And that's why most of us don't complete things because we're afraid of all the emotions that are needed to be felt to go through it, which is why we don't do it. And also the reason why we need to do it so that we can feel fully alive, so we can embrace and engage the moment fully and embrace all that's here and feel everything. And so that's been a huge space of reminding myself to be all in and to feel fully into it and be really present and honor what's showing up for me in the moment, right? At times it was frustration and other times it was sadness and other times it was anxiousness and worry and other times it was uh, laughing and liberation and other times it was joy and, and it was about really honoring what was present for me along the way and like creating the intro and creating the, the, the songs and going through it and just being in 
the human space, like being human, like we're all feeling it, right? And it was getting out of my head, right? Because a lot of my anxiety, a lot of my depression, if not all of it, was just a disconnection from my body. And it was just me being in my head, overthinking all these fucking scenarios and then <laughs> stressing myself out and then not really getting anything done. And so the embodiment, the coming in my body, the feeling into my body, even if it was discomforting or even if it was just overwhelming, and really it reminded me that there's no good or bad emotions, there's no good or bad feelings, there's just feelings and then my judgment and perception of those along the way and that was just a great reminder for myself uh, as I went through this and so that's basically like the top three lessons that I've learned in creating this project and going through all this and like the profound transformation and rebirth that I've had to get to this moment now and so I encourage all of you to really step and into that edge to really embrace what's here and know that as you as you're listening to this and tapping in that what's coming up for you as far as ideas of what you want to finish and complete maybe right now you're currently working on a project a community project or working on like music or whatever know that it's the opportunity for you to give yourself the permission to just fully feel and to allow yourself to be engaged in the moment and honor what's coming up for you and in many ways don't be afraid of your thoughts and don't be afraid of your emotions you could work through any energy. You're a lot stronger than you believe. And you can do it. You are doing it. You already have done it. And that's another great reminder is that you've already done it. Now just enjoy the ride. It's already complete. Now just enjoy the process. Celebrate more and worry less. Celebrate each moment. Celebrate the small accomplishments. And worry less about what could happen. And be more present from, for what is. And that is what's really been a huge support for me in the creating of this project and why it's been so humbling for me uh, to step into this and to work on myself along the way. So with that being said, I want to just take this moment to give a huge shout out to my beautiful goddess, Sochi, for the way that she's really supported me throughout this process. She's been so patient. She's been so understanding and so loving. She's held me and she's held, held me accountable. And it really is the reason why I have been able to really sit down and just fucking do it and complete it and get out of my head and just be in it. And I want to just take that moment to really say thank you. Um, I know you're listening to this and uh, just a huge shout out especially for all of you guys who have divine partnerships <laughs> uh, I'm really humbled and it's been such a beautiful journey um, and it's been such a transformational journey and I'm really grateful um, I also want to give just a, a, a thank you um, to all the people who have been really supporting me in the last few months uh, I've been really here in my association um, a big shout out to uh, my fam and my, my housemates um, and to White Fang Jack <laughs> and a big thank you to all the plant medicines I, I was microdosing when I was completing all this project, and I still am, and the medicine really just supported me in just doing it and getting into the space of just beingness and creation, and so shout out to the psilocybin medicine and to the microdosing practice. When I started this project, I was also connecting with cannabis, and I was doing my cannabis challenges, and so I want to give a huge thank you to the medicine of cannabis, to Mother Cannabis, for supporting me and really initiating this project um, and really supporting me in that. I also want to give a huge thank you to the medicine of kombucha um, that really helped me with uh, the natural fermentation of 
of getting into the vibes of music um and that was really beautiful um and just a huge thank you to spirit and and to the energy that flows through me as i deliver this and as i share this and thank you to all of you and thank you for all you tuning in and for all the support and for all the love and for all the messages and for being here with me on this ride you know it's um I mean, really beautiful. And big shout out to Logic, actually, when I was working on this, uh, the No Pressure album came out and I was like really supportive in alignment to what I was experiencing as well, letting go of all that pressure. And so really grateful. And I trust that you guys enjoy the mini series, enjoy the guests. Oh, also just want to give a huge shout out to all the guests that are on the show. I get shout out to Indiglo, to Kyle, to Kevin, to Selena, to myself, uh, to Jay's Above It. Like, thank you guys so much for coming together and sharing such powerful transformational conversations and really supporting this mission and supporting me um i'm really happy for all of you for all of you behind the screen also tune in and listen to the episodes listen to the songs and uh last thing i'll share in closing is i trust that you find what you need and that you find what you need in the medicine of this project in the medicine of my words in the medicine of my story and know that you're not alone and that you're validated fully in your experience and that we're in this together and together we rise. So thank you guys very much. That's Kamati Omateo. I'll see you guys in season three <laughs> and in some other portals. I love you guys so much. Peace and love. Closing the portal. <laughs>